Open mine eyes that I may see Glimpses of truth thou hast for me Open mine eyes, illumine me Spirit divine Love of my life, I am crying I am not dying, I am dancing Dancing along in the madness There is no sadness like to invite you to a soul level encounter. Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That's what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. You will hear the music that has charted the steps of their spiritual journey, that has provided a touchstone in the soul's dark night and sung the heart's awe and joy when come to the light. Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guest's spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. We have another delight for you today for Song of the Soul. Mary Shapiro is with us to share her passion, her activism, and her music, and they are very much of a cloth. Mary's music came to me via one of Mary's fans, Julie Schmidt, who has also been my guest previously for Song of the Soul. She had heard Mary singing at Madeland Island up in northern Wisconsin, though Mary now lives in Washington, D.C., She's traveled an intricate spiritual path, and it's all wrapped up with pulling for a positive change on this earth. Mary Shapiro joins us today from Washington, D.C. Mary, I'm delighted that you could join me for Song of the Soul. I am so excited. We've been looking forward to this interview for quite some time. Thank you so much. You're welcome. The amazing thing is that you moved away from the Midwest, out east, and now I get you for my guest. <laughs> yeah, um, it's amazing. Washington, D.C. is not where I expected to be ever in my life. But it's actually been the place that I've lived longest in my adult life. So are you a Midwest native, transplanted? Did you go to school out there? Why uh, out to that foreign place, that East Coast? Yeah, it is. it does feel very foreign. I'm originally from Minnesota. Spent a lot of time in Wisconsin, a place called Madeline Island. My folks have a cabin, which is now their home since they've retired. And Madeline is, if I have a spiritual home on the planet, I think that would be it. But you asked how I ended up in D.C.? Goodness, I was on my way to Africa. Yeah, that's the short answer. 
and you saw this African-American president, and you said, I must be there. There you go. <laughs> no, actually, this was eight years ago that I was on my way to Africa. thought that D.C. would be a good place to hang and try to figure out how I would get there and through what organization and those types of things. And one thing led to another, and, and I'm still here. And didn't actually go to Africa to live, but did go there to visit. Last summer, I got to go to Morocco, which was an amazing journey. It is a wonderful place. I made a point of being there for Y2K in the desert where the camel would not break down. Are you serious? <laughs> I took my eighth grade son out of school and the family, we all headed over to Morocco and spent a couple of weeks out in that way. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah, the desert and camels are very spiritual things for me too. Well, let's get into some more of your spirituality here for your Song of the Soul. You're also a musician. Yes, I love to play music, and I've been playing since I was a kid, and just maybe in the past six years, four years, I've really claimed myself, had the courage to say that, yes, I am a musician, and music is one of the ways I pray. Do you produce CDs? Do you go on concert tours? Uh, what is the extent so far of your musical avocation? As far as CDs go, I have one that's already out. It's a live recording with a handful of kids. It's called Little Friends for Peace Celebrate. And it was a fundraiser, both the concert itself as well as the CD for a group called Little Friends for Peace to celebrate their 25th anniversary. And I have a dream to have one of my own music coming out in May. I've already got the title and the cover. It's called The Time Is Now. And you say you have a dream to do that. Is there some doubt to this dream? I think you're a strong dreamer. <laughs> oh, you're, you're very kind to say that. I have the audacity to hope, as Barack Obama would say. So, yes, and I'm one of those people that I put my dream out there, and the more I talk about it, the greater chance of it to come true. I'll support you in prayer in that also. Let's start going through some of the music that you've picked out for your Song of the Soul. So where do we start from? Well, as you know, I gave you about 40 songs. <laughs> but no, we've narrowed them down, thanks much to your help. And I think we decided that the first track is going to be a song that I wrote called Family, which is basically a spiritual autobiography. I'll let the song speak for itself. What you're going to hear is a long version that a woman named Carrie Newcomer helped me write. Let's listen to the song. Elisa came to earth on All Saints Day in Costa Rica song. Katya Castro is her mother's name. Her dad's my brother, two in one. Elisa means God's protector, protegida de Dios. Elisa, amada, means that you are loved by all. Dos familias diferencia, but with one voice, your heroes call. We Dad escaped Russia under a hay car. Your grandmas led the band through America's highland in the soil of South Dakota. Both raised 
makes children dreams and plans. Then in the cathedral's basement, Grandma and Grandpa knelt. An Irish Catholic with a Russian Jew proclaimed one love, and love was found. You said, Mary, that that's your spiritual autobiography. Is it also 
your space and time biography, Irish Catholic and Russian Jew, and this is your family heritage? Exactly, yeah. So my mother is an Irish Catholic, and my father's a Russian Jew, singing the song to my niece. So the words are, um, your grandpa's dad escaped Russia, so that would be my grandfather. And your grandma's dad led the band, so my mother's father was actually a big band leader, but he traveled around the Midwest, the Jimmy Barnett Band. Gosh, I wish I would have heard him play other than some scratchy recordings. But yeah, so my mom's an Irish Catholic and my father's a, a Russian Jew, and they met in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. So what do you get when you cross an Irish Catholic with a Russian Jew? <laughs> some people would say a cashew. <laughs> a Catholic Jew is a cashew. I am, what am I? I am a Jewish Christian mystic pluralist. There you go. Is that all? That's a mouthful right there. You could find me at a Unitarian church here in Washington, D.C. called All Souls, and I am a member of that congregation, though I was going for about five or six years before I actually, quote-unquote, signed the book. So that is where you find it, a Unitarian Universalist home right there. They have a very nice, wide theological span. Is All Souls uh, particularly spiritually? Some Unitarian Universalist churches are oriented more strongly to the rationalist end, I guess, of the spectrum. What's All Souls like? Oh, All Souls is wonderful. It has a nice combination of the rational and the spiritual as a matter of fact, it's fairly recently that they started to make a change towards the spiritual and do something that you, our Quaker friends, do. And after this song that they sing, that we all sing, the congregation sings a cappella, Spirit of Life, then we actually have about four or five minutes of silence. And that's really nice. I like that. That's a good start. Now you just need another 56 minutes. <laughs> Yes, you're right. <laughs> well, you know, I love Quakers, and I've been to a number of Quaker meetings, and if you could somehow combine the silence with music, since I'm a musician, then I would, you know, hands down be in a Quaker congregation. Let's go on with your, some of your music. I want to hear much more about the tapestry of your soul as we go through this. Where should we go for stop two on the Mary Shapiro soul train? <laughs> oh, goodness. I kind of want to go with I Thy Grace by Snatham Carr. You just said that name, uh, Snatham Carr. I, this doesn't sound like the English that I grew up speaking in Wisconsin. Where does this name come from? To be honest, I don't know. I haven't done my homework on f as far as who she is. I found her by accident. I slipped into a secondhand store and was just bumming around waiting for a friend. And this is the music that was playing. It really just, it really touched my soul. So I asked them, who is this? And they said, oh. And they pulled out the CD and actually had it for sale there. So there you go. This song, By Thy Grace, is, from my point of view, if I didn't know that she had, I guess you'd say it's Hindu or it's, it's something from India, influence, if I didn't know that, I would also say that this would be a perfectly good Christian song. Does it strike you that way? Yes, that's definitely one of the reasons I like it. Because of my own personal background of having both Judaism and Catholicism in my family, 
I tend to see God as being everywhere all the time. And I think she's really captured that universalism, especially when she begins to chant the different names of God. Having grown up with this mixture of Judaism and Catholicism, were you raised as either one or the other or both, or neither was was it a demilitarized zone? Or <laughs> how did that work? A demilitarized zone. That's great. I actually have that line in a song, believe it or not. Yes, I would say it was a demilitarized zone, but I was definitely raised Catholic. I went to Catholic schools all the way up and even into college. So I was raised Catholic, went to Catholic churches. My mother actually wanted us to celebrate um, Hanukkah and Passover and would try and encouraged my father to try to teach us. And, and he would sometimes just kind of roll his eyes. Because being raised a South Dakota Jew, I guess he didn't get the fullness that um, some other folks might have. That's unfortunate because it is such a rich, rich, rich source of spirit uh, in my own experience, too. I have a number of good friends and participated in the local synagogue here, too. So, By Thy Grace, is this a song that you could sing? Uh, we're going to be listening here, I think, to Snatam Kar, but is this one that you could or do sing in concert yourself? I have not sung it in concert or led it in any services, but I would like to. When she's singing it, I tend to sing along or meditate to it. I especially like the fact that she's singing directly to God and not just about God. So to me, that's prayer. It's by thy grace that I see. It's by thy grace that I see. It's by thy grace that I see your
that prayer to God was by Snatam Kaur, and if I pronounce it wrong, don't blame me, it's Mary Shapiro's fault. <laughs> this is Mary Shapiro's Song of the Soul that we're sharing today, and that was By Thy Grace, which was the second song she chose for her Song of the Soul. Quite a beautiful, beautiful song. I'd like to hear some more music right away. Where shall we journey to, Mary? Let's go to Dreams. Sure, let's do Dreams. It's quite a beautiful song. I really enjoy it. This is when you wrote. When did it originate from? How did this come to you? I really like this song because even though I wrote it a really long time ago, I like to play it now. Sometimes that's not always true. This song was written in 1996. I was back in Minnesota. I was working as an environmental educator, and I had met an amazing woman that worked with young women on a project called SOAR. Sisters organized to make aeronautic dreams real. (laughs) And so they came up with the acronym SOAR, S-O-A-R. She was mentoring young women, junior high and high school, that were dropping out or not doing well. She got them together with women who are pilots and astronauts, said, hey, let's actually fly, build relationships between these professional adults in aeronautics and these teenagers struggling through school. So I was going to do a workshop with her and do some music, and she said, will you write us a song? So that's where this song came from. I think it's very rare that a person writes a song that doesn't include some autobiography, too. And so, dreams for you? What's that mean? What's your dream? Where have you dreamt you were going? Where are you going? Wow. I'm one of those people that has had a lot of dreams and a lot of chapters in my book of life. One of my dreams that has come true is the Little Friends for PCD and actually having a CD in my hand. And so that was an amazing adventure. And so I guess my current dream that will hopefully come true, like I said, the more I talk about it, the more likely it will be to happen, is the next CD called The Time Is Now. I'm really excited about these dreams and about being a musician and using music as a peacemaking tool, a tool that uh, helps people connect. Some beautiful dreams. And the song was beautiful, too. It's called Dreams, and it's by my guest for today's Song of the Soul, Mary Shapiro. When you wish upon a star It makes no difference who you are Everything your heart desires Will come to you And your dreams will come true When you name that star in the sky Name it, claim it, don't pass it by Share your dreams and you will find That others share them too And your dreams will come true There'll be sleepless nights and doldrum days Faded away just then Like a fault out of the blue Your faith will see you through And your dreams will come true
clouds block your sight if you focus in your heart and your mind and the stars will shine for you and your dreams will come true dreams will come true you might have to work for them dreams will come true all those sleepless nights and all those doldrum days Dreams will come true Dreams will come true Dreams will come And your dreams will come true. That's Dreams by Mary Shapiro. And Mary, I love the flow of the song. It feels real good. And one of the things I found myself wondering is you go into a minor chord at a certain point there, which is always sounds a little bit ominous. Do you have some mixed feelings about dreams? I think what I'm going through right now, Mark, as far as dreams and dreams coming true, is a sense of urgency. Well, being in Washington, obviously, the most recent dream come true for a lot of people is having an African-American family in the White House. It's amazing. There's plenty of people who thought that that would never happen in their lifetime. And with that dream coming true, I see and feel a sense of this wonderful wave that says, you know what, the time is now that whatever dream I have of making this CD, um, and dare I say other people's dreams that maybe they've kept hidden or kept secret or this is something I want to do before I die, that you know what, the time is now to make that dream happen and to speak it and to work towards it. And that, in fact, is the name of the CD that's going to be coming out, The Time Is Now. That's right. The title track has not been recorded yet, but we're in process. It's been written. Speaking of the recent inauguration, you were already located in Washington, D.C. at that time. Did you take part in the inauguration? What were you doing around that day? Oh, my gosh. I could write a book around the whole week. Um <laughs> was amazing. Um, just on that day, I was going to be teaching with an after-school program called Left Noodle, Right Noodle, Global Arts Awareness. And I had a friend come in that I had met in Morocco. His name is Masanko Banda, who's a storyteller and a drummer and a dancer who is from Malawi. Anyway, he was in town, and he had performed at a Sounds of Hope benefit concert that I produce every Friday night. He and I were going to do this left noodle, right noodle after school class, which was an all-day class because the kids didn't have school. The night before, I was talking to my friends, and they're like, so where, what are you doing tomorrow? Where are you going? And I said, oh, I'm teaching this class with my friend Masanko. And they're like, what? You're not going to be down on the mall? Mary Shapiro is not going to be down on the mall? And I'm like, yeah. They're like, why? And I said, well, my friend's in from, you know, from out of town, and I set this up, and they're like, Mary, you have been down on that mall. You have been marching for peace and justice for the last eight years that you have been here, in the cold, in the rain, in the heat. You have been making music and shouting and praying <laughs> for the war to end and for other social justice things to happen. And this is an opportunity for celebration and joy. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. So I called my friends and bosses and said, hey, do you have enough coverage? Would it be okay if I went down to the mall? And they said, sure. Is Masanko still coming? I said, oh, yeah, he'll be there. <laughs> Don't worry. 
So I went down on the mall with some friends, and there's a much longer story, but it was all really, really good. I ended up standing with my bicycle, the Lincoln Memorial to my left, the, the Korean War Memorial of soldiers marching with raincoats on to my right, a couple families around me, and in front of me, a huge telescreen where I could see everything clearly, but right underneath the screen then was the National Monument, and beyond that, the Capitol. Quite a moment in your life. Yeah, it was really, really beautiful. The sky's the limit, it sounds like. I, that's what I think the lesson of this is for us. The yes we can is really, nothing's impossible if we have enough heart for it. Yeah, it's true. The, the whole yes we can and the different slogans. The yes we can slogan is so much better than just say no. <laughs> but that tells a little bit of our, of our history and our leadership. Well, I think you picked out one song that talked about this sky's the limit idea. Is this appropriate time to share that? Sure. Another song that I chose out of this long list that I had, poor Mark, is by a woman named Susan Werner, who's an amazing musician. If you ever get a chance to go to one of her performances live, please do so. And the name of the song is Attend the Sky. And it's actually, though it it has this great, great message, um, it actually... I might even say saved my life. I can't even remember why I was so depressed, but I can remember coming home one day and being very, very, very depressed. So what I did was I went and I put on some music, and this is the song that I heard. It literally took me out of that depression. I was very, very grateful to Susan Warner for writing the song. And so much so that I got out a postcard and I wrote her a, a thank you note, my first ever, and I think only fan letter. The song is Attend the Sky. Susan Warner's the artist. Have you ever had life pouring like sunlight through the window? Have you ever had love pour down like summer in the rain? Have you ever had justice come and settle in your corner? Well, if you never have, well, it will happen one day. Have you ever been so inspired you couldn't get to sleep in? Have you ever been unafraid to take it on? Like what? 
Great song of hope and of inspiration by Susan Warner, Attend the Sky. And it's part of the musical tapestry for today's Song of the Soul guest, Mary Shapiro. I'm your host for Song of the Soul, Mark Helpsmeet, and this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. Hear Mary again and all of my programs with helpful links on my website, northernspiritradio.org. And please drop us a comment when you visit. You can, for instance, find a link to Mary's site on MySpace. Go to myspace.com slash Mary Shapiro Music. Or just follow the link from the northernspiritradio.org site. In the meantime, Mary, we've got a lot of music to cover. So where would you like to go next on this musical spiritual pilgrimage? Let's go to the Little Friends for Peace CD and take a song out for that. And which song? How many are on there? I, I don't have the CD myself. There's 13, which includes the introductions, but a lot of the songs are less than two minutes long, partly for the attention span of our little friends. Let's do P-E-A-C-E. This is a song you will recognize the tune, and I am proud to say that I rewrote this traditional tune. And it's basically kind of encouraging people to go to peace camp. And at this peace camp where the little friends go, they can learn different things on different days. That's what the verses are about. And it's been really, really fun because parents have told me later, my three-year-old knows how to spell peace. That's a great skill to pass on. (laughs) Where did you actually do this? Where is the peace camp? What's it connected with? Peace Camp is something put on by Little Friends for Peace, which is an organization run by MJ and Jerry Park. And they actually started in Minnesota about 30 years ago. And 27 years ago came here to Washington, D.C. area. They do the peace camps in community centers, in church basements. They have after-school programs, and she actually has a club that comes to her house also to help kids ages 4 to 11 Learn how to solve problems, speak nonviolently, 
deal with bullies in a really fun, fun and friendly way. It's a fun little tune. It's P-E-A-C-E. It spells peace. It's by Mary Shapiro. C-E. And in my book, that replaces bingo quite well. <laughs> Great. Your work, Mary, it sounds to me like you've had five or six different uh, jobs, vocations, music and working with kids. And is this actually the working with kids like you do with the CDs? Is this major stream in your life right now? Where are you working? I have about four different ways that I pay my rent. Yes, working with kids is definitely one of them. I work with this after-school program called Left Noodle, Right Noodle that I mentioned before, which is really fun. I also have private guitar students, and some of my students are 7 years old, and some of them are 60 years old, and then everything in between. I also host benefit concerts every Friday night. Those are called Sounds of Hope that I helped found back in 2002. It happens at a place called the Potter's House here in Washington, D.C., always benefiting a different charity every week, and usually two performers, usually musicians, but sometimes we'll have drummers or dancers or theater. So it's a really good program. I'm proud of it, and I really enjoy it. And I do some work, continue to do some work with Little Friends for Peace. Those are my main jobs right now. And altogether, they do pay the rent? I am very blessed to share a house with a young family, and they make it very affordable for me. My sense is, Mary, that you're quite an activist. As you said, you wanted to be on the mall because you've been out there doing things. So you also perform as part of rallies and vigils. Is is that a kind of a normal everyday thing for you or every week or every month? Yeah, definitely my spirit is willing. And when I first came to Washington, it was one of the things I did do definitely every week or um, sometimes a lot of days in a row. So, yeah, activism is part of what I do. At one point, I did get paid to work as a social justice worker with a, a group called the Guatemala Human Rights Commission. 
that was back right actually my first day of work there was 9-11, September 11th. So while I was working at the Guatemala Human Rights Commission, there was an anthrax scare here, and one of the D.C. post offices is right across the street from my office. There was a candlelight vigil there that I was going to go to, and I got inspired to write a song by looking out my window and seeing folks with candles standing in solidarity. I didn't write the music to it. The music was written by Peter Schulte back in 1967, and I actually heard it when I would go to church on Sundays with my mom, but I did rewrite the words. The song is Justice by Love, words by Mary Shapiro. We are one in the spirit, we are one in our words. We are one in the spirit, we are one in our words. And we raise our voice to power so the voiceless can be heard. And they'll know we work for justice by our love, by our love. Yes, they'll know we work for justice by our love. We will walk with each other, we will walk hand in hand. We will walk with each other, we will walk hand in hand. And together we'll spread the news that hope is in this land. And they'll know we work for justice by our love, by our love. Yes, they'll know we work for justice by our love. And we will stand with each other, we will stand side by side. We will stand with each other, we will stand side by side. And we'll guard each one's dignity and save each other's lives. They'll know we work for justice by our love, by our love. Yes, they'll know we work for justice by our love. We are Christians and Muslims, we are Hindus and Jews. We are pagans and Buddhists and some atheists too. We are gray-haired and students, yet we all know the truth. And they'll know we work for justice by our love. By our love, yes, they'll know we work for justice by our love. That was Justice by Love. The words are by Mary Shapiro, but the tune I grew up with back when I was raised Catholic, likewise, was, and they'll know we are Christians. But you chose to change that, and they'll know we work for justice by our love. Was this part of the influence, Catholic influence? There's a whole rich vein of Catholicism, the Catholic Worker Movement, and many other great peace and justice activists there. Did this develop for you while you were still active as a, a Catholic? Oh, yeah. You know, it's kind of like, how can you say where some of your philosophies come from? I think, you know, being an educator and living with a three-year-old, I can see it, that it happens throughout our lives that we are constantly learning by what we're surrounded by. And, if, and yes, the Catholic Church has some history of social justice throughout, as well as many of the other churches and synagogues. Yeah, in my more recent adult life, I would say the Catholic Church has a big part in a vigil that takes place down in Georgia at the School of America's Watch there, which is now called WISC. And I've been there a number of times and had the honor of singing with families and kids there as well as doing some concerts with adults to try to shut down this school where 
some of the graduates have gone back to their home countries and used torture. How long did you work with the Guatemalan Human Rights Commission? I worked with them for two years. I met the founder, um, Alice Zachman, at a church service that I was the music minister for at the time and had made an announcement that I was looking for part-time work and she approached me and asked me if I wanted to be her administrative assistant. What took you away from that? Did the job run out? Or I think that the human rights issue there probably hasn't been solved completely yet. Yeah, you know, you're, you're definitely right. Alice actually retired from that organization and is now working with TASC, uh, which is Torture Abolition Survivor Support Coalition. But when she retired, I basically kind of helped the new staff find a place, and then I moved on also. You didn't seem to identify real clearly that the activism that you is so much has been a part of your life came from your Catholicism. When did you connect up with Unitarians, who on the whole tend to be pretty activist? Yeah, the connection with Unitarians was definitely, um, I was going to say accidental, but nothing's an accident. I had actually left the church that I had met Alice in, didn't go to any church for quite some time. And when I was ready to find another place, I asked a number of different people, do you go any place? And if so, where do you go? And a number of people pointed out or mentioned this church called All Souls, which happened to be right in my neighborhood. And I had been there once before for an amazing music and dance experience. So um, when I went... I really loved it, and I actually was really moved, and I wept, and I was like, oh, this is so wonderful, but I really need to look for another church. I need to shop around. I need to find the right place, and so I went back again, and I wept again, and then the third time I went, the children's choir was singing, so that was just amazing, and it was like, okay, fine, this is it, and I've pretty much been there ever since. I sing with one of the choirs, which is called Jubilee Singers, and they sing gospel and spirituals, and it's an amazing church. I really, really, really enjoy All Souls. It sounds like a wonderful place to be, and it's wonderful to find your spiritual home, a place that really fits for you. It's very true. I had been going for a number of years and actually just became a member last spring before going on this incredible journey last summer, and I, and I felt I needed, I needed a home, a spiritual home, because I was going to be traveling so much, and I wasn't when I was coming back, actually. So I, I became a member at that time to have that sense of family around me as I traveled. Speaking of home, I have a song called Home, and it, it's like uh, dreams. I wrote it a really long time ago, but I still enjoy singing it now. It's still true for me. I wrote it when I came home after living abroad for just over two years. In 1991-92, I was teaching English in Japan, and then I traveled to Thailand and Australia and New Zealand and thought I'd stay in New Zealand, but I didn't. When you're traveling, a lot of people will ask you, when are you going home? You know, where is your home? And that's where the song came from. And one of the questions is, what is a home? And for you, what is a home? <sighs> the song says it. So you'd rather have me play it than answer the question. <laughs> Let the song speak. <laughs> yes, the song really says answers that question. When you're going home, where is your home? What is a 
lot of home is healthy with happy holidays and home has friends and family all around given honor being honest here you know you will be heard when you've lost your hope it always can be found home is where your heart is and home it can be here it can be Understood in every land If you listen to the feelings in the tones It can fill the room with magic Changing strangers into friends Where there's music I will never be alone I feel at home Is where your heart is And home it can be here It can be Back from traveling around the world Welcome home, my family said to me They are open to my changes They know about my past We talk of open doors and opportunity They say to me Home is where your heart is And we know home is sometimes here It's sometimes far Your heart is We will love you wherever you are So I say home is where my heart is And home it can be here, it can be far Home is where my heart is Home by Mary Shapiro. She's sharing her song of the soul with us here today. I think we've got time for one more song. What would be a good way to end this song of the soul visit? 
one of my favorite songs as well as my mother's favorite song is called Sacred in All. It's a blessing song that I sing often at the end of concerts or when someone is leaving or someone needs a blessing. Let's listen to Sacred in All, Mary Shapiro sharing it with us. God go before you, leave peace behind you, send angels to guide you, on your left and your right, great father above you, gentle mother below you, will teach you and show you. Sacred in all If you see with God's eyes And you hear with His ears When you touch with God's hands She will calm all your fears Open your mind Help your heart understand The sacred in all So God go before you Leave peace behind Send the angels to guide you On your left and your right Great Father above you Gentle Mother below you Will teach you and show you The sacred in all Will teach you and Show you the sacred in all. That was Sacred in All by Mary Shapiro. You said, Mary, that that's your mom's favorite. Has she kept up with your musical taste? Sometimes our parents don't keep pace with us, you know? My mom is extremely supportive, and she seems to enjoy all of my music. She's my mom. <laughs> that is one of those good things about moms, isn't it? Well, Mary, it's been a delight to start to get to know you, and I'm hoping that I'll be over your way and we can connect when we're there. That would be great. Yeah, I look forward to meeting you, too. Thanks so much for sharing your Song of the Soul. Thank you, Mark. My guest for today's Song of the Soul, joining us from Washington, D.C., has been Mary Shapiro. You can connect with Mary via her MySpace site, myspace.com slash Mary Shapiro Music. You might want to check there regularly in anticipation of Mary's soon-to-be-released CD. The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it's called Song of the Soul. My name is Mark Helpsmeet, and this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. You can listen to this program again, track down the list of songs included, and a whole lot more on my website, northernspiritradio.org and I invite you to share your song of the soul with my listeners just contact me via my website and please join me weekly for song of the soul you can be happy let in the light it will heal you and you can feel you and sing out a song